Hi kids, before we start this podcast, SBI Australia wants to acknowledge the traditional owners of all the lands that we visit, and particularly acknowledging their living culture and their continuous connection to country. G'day road trippers, and welcome to the Are We There Yet podcast with me, Keith. And me, Sarah. We're travelling around Australia in our van. When we get to places, we have so much fun. But in between, like right now, we are bored. bored. I mean, seriously, are we there yet? You know, we could play to pass the time. <gasps> Ooh, are you suggesting what I think you're suggesting? I certainly am. It's time to play the Are We There Yet? Quiz Show Extravaganza. The game show brought to you by the holiday boredom busters S by Travel. Designed to fast forward the boring bits between here and amazing. The rules are simple. We spin the giant wheel of awesomeness to decide the game category. Then we read out your questions. We ask you the questions and then you guys. Hey, I'm talking to you in the vehicle right now. You know, Keith, some of our friends may be at home or on a plane or while being taken by a flying saucer. Like our friend Arthur. He suggested this one. Oh, Arthur, you be careful. I think he's actually having fun up there. Seeing the stars, learning a new language, meeting new alien friends. Okay, well, whatever planet you're tuning in from, you can play along. We're going to give everyone 10 second thinking music after each question and then we'll... Tell you the answers. You know, players can be super prepared by downloading our quiz sheet from spytravel.com.au. Keeping score in your head works just fine too. So let's get ready to play. Are we there yet? In the car out on the road, when will we get there? No one knows. Are we there yet? There's still a way to go. In the plane up in the sky, you're on a train and chugging by. Are we there yet? It's still gonna be a little while. While we're getting on the way, let's play a game to make our day. Now, before we spin the wheel, remember, one point per question that you get right. That's right. One point per right answer. Or two points for the first person to yell, Take, Take me, me to your, your leader. leader. When you hear me honk our van's horn, which today sounds a little like this. <laughs> Kids in the car, remember, you need to keep score for us in this game. Because we're not in the car. That's right, Keith. Not in the car at all. Or in your house. I'm not watering your garden. So we're relying on you kids to be our eyes and ears out there. But that's enough of this chitter-chatter. Let's spin the giant wheel of awesomeness. I wonder what the first set of questions is going to be for the folks out there. Could it be on geography? Or will it be music? Or maybe even topological insulators? And the first category is Retro Trivia. Parents, it's your time to shine. Now, kids, when we say retro, we're talking about events that happened in the 1900s, way back in the last century. That's right. A time where you couldn't check what your photo looked like until you handed the film in and got it back an hour later. When parents had no idea where you were because none of us had mobile phones and when floppy disks were king. Question number one. What year was the game Pokemon released on Game Boy? 
Pokemon was released on the Game Boy in Japan in 1996. I really hope none of the kids are like going to guess 1930s or things like yeah. that because that's super old. Mm. And we're not that old, Keith. No. We're just a little bit old. Yes. Um, question number two. Name all four of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Leonardo leads, Donatello does machines. That's a fact. Raphael is cool but rude. Give me a break. Michelangelo is a potted dude. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's so impressive you remember that entire theme song. Have you ever actually thought about how weird that whole concept for a show is? Like it's, we're going to take little turtles and make them giant and ninja and they're teenagers. Sarah. Have you ever heard of a show called SpongeBob SquarePants? <laughs> yeah, that is so true. <laughs> Cartoons are awesomely weird. Question three. What is the name of the virtual pet game that came in a tiny egg and players had to feed it, play with it and clean up after their pet? That would be Tamagotchi. Now, many parents may be traumatised by their childhood Tamagotchi experiences, so kids, be gentle. Hey, kid, did you know the word Tamagotchi is one of those smushed-up words? Tamago, which means egg in Japanese, and Ugochi, which means watch in Japanese. A whole generation of kids were entertained by egg-watching. It was sometimes a very stressful experience. Question four. What was the name of the horse... In the never-ending story. Oh, stop! That's another traumatising childhood memory. Poor Artax. I never got over what happened to him. By the way, I always thought that quicksand would play a much larger role in my adult life as a kid. Me too! Was I the only one who avidly read up and learned about everything there was to know how to escape quicksand for when the time inevitably came? Question five. What was the 1981 video game that stars a gorilla? That would be Donkey Kong. He loved them barrels. Sarah, I really enjoyed that round. Gave me the old warm and fuzzies. That round made me feel old and traumatised. Shall we spin the giant wheel of awesomeness again? Will that cheer you up? Yes, please. And the category is... Pets. Oh, I love this one. Question number one. Sometimes known as a walking fish, what unusual looking salamander do some people keep as pets? That would be an axolotl. You know, I've got so many interesting facts about axolotl, but for now, I'm just going to hit you up with its name. The animal is named after the Aztec god of lightning. 
A mighty name for such a little animal. Question two. So cats have five toes on each front paw. How many toes do they have on each back paw? Uh Uh-oh, people are going to be running after their cats. Run, cats, run! So those of you who managed to catch mittens would have found that cats only have four toes on each back paw. Now let it go. Question number three. What popular fluffy pet is illegal to own in Queensland? Keith, you are not allowed to have pet rabbits in Queensland. It is illegal with fines of up to $60,000 for owning one. Question four. Okay, this one is not quite pets, but still human companion related. What animal do historians believe was the first animal domesticated by humans? Kids. Domesticated means to tame them, so it's no longer wild. This is a pretty contentious subject, but it's commonly agreed that the dog was the first domesticated animal. There's lots of very um, robust discussion about how long dogs have been man's best friend, with some evidence found that dogs and humans have lived together for over 28,000 years. Question five. What small native bird found in central Australia is now one of the most popular pet birds? It's known for its wide range of colours and its ability to talk. I'm interested to hear of how many birds people came up with out there, because lots of our Australian native birds are now pets. But the colours part of the question hopefully pointed you in the right direction. We're talking about the budgerigar, or budgie for short. Maybe the parents would like to tell us what other options they came up with on our Facebook page. Sarah? Yes, Keith? I've enjoyed this pet round so much that I want to add one more question. So if people were organised enough to print out the question-answer sheet, you might have to make a little note. Take me to your leader. Ooh, whoever called that out, extra two points for you. Speaking of leaders... This bonus question leads us right into that. Nice segue. Is it a segue if it interrupted my original train of thought? Um... Take me to your leader. Did you honk the horn because you couldn't think of a response to my question? Ask the question or I honk again. (sighs) All right. The question is, the top... Two pets in Australia are dogs followed by cats. You know, this bonus question is has a decided lack of questionness. I haven't finished yet. The question is, after dogs and cats, what is the third most popular pet in Australia?
Around 40% of all households in Australia own at least one dog. 27% of Australian households own at least one cat. The next popular pet is fish, with 18% of all Australian households owning at least one pet fish. Now, just to let all you listeners out there know, we are proud members of that 18% of all Australian households that own a fish because we have James Pond and, and the, the Glow, Glow Stick Gang and the Crown Prince of Clean, who's our cleaning catfish. Hey, Sarah, did you know this is our 10th episode of the Are We There Yet podcast? Yes, I do, because I wrote the script which tells you to say that and I'm having a blast making it. You know what else I have a blast making, even though sometimes it's really hard? Building Espy. That's the one. Adults, I'm using my years of experience in digital education to create a brand new type of digital experience for kids. Something I like to call mindful digital content. Like many of you out there, I really don't like the thought of just giving my kids free reign with electronic devices just to keep them entertained while driving to holiday destinations. Or anytime, really. Sometimes my kids think I'm the meanest mother alive, but there's just too much out there I don't want my kids accessing. So this passion is being turned into S by Travel. And Sarah, don't rule out your vast experience of being slightly odd. You know, that's a really useful skill to have when you're building a platform for kids. S by Travel will be a boredom-busting digital platform that will be designed specially for Australian destinations. You say Espy, I say Espy, because I think that sounds far more fly. So adults, you'll be able to match up an Espy module to your holiday destination. Going to the Great Barrier Reef. Espy will sneakily educate your kids about this incredible area through fun, interactive activities that will turn them from being literal passengers in the back of the car to active, excited and connected participants in your family holiday. Due to be released in 2022, SPY will quickly grow and new destinations will be released regularly. So your family trip will soon go from, are we there yet, to, I can't wait to get there. Head to SPY Travel, that's E-S-P-Y-Travel.com.au for more information and be the first in line for launch. We also have a Facebook page if you want to keep up to date with podcast news and other bits and pieces. Now, Keith, spin that wheel. And the next category is 10. 10 what? Just 10, as in the number 10. The wheel wants to celebrate our 10th episode. That's just weird. That's like having the number of the day on Sesame Street. Do you remember that? Our giant wheel of awesomeness is both mysterious and awesome. Now let's get into it. Question one. Us humans love to have more than one name for things. Let's think about years, for example. We can say 100 years or a century, a thousand years. That's also called a millennium. So what's another word for 10 years? You took so long to get to that question. It needed scaffolding. You need scaffolding. So 100 years is a century, 1,000 years is a millennium, and 10 years is called a decade. Also, saying that you're a decade old makes you sound far cooler than saying, I'm 10 years old. Does that mean saying that we are four decades old makes us seem four times cooler? No, sadly, I think that just makes us sound four times older. 
Question two. What is the Roman numeral for the number 10? If you were to write the number 10 in Roman numerals, you would write an X. Question three. What colour is the Australian $10 bill? Our $10 dollar do bill is blue. Question number four. What do you call a shape with ten sides? Sorry, what do you mean? Well, a shape with three sides is called a triangle and one with five sides is called a pentagon. What do you call a shape with ten sides? Okay, so this is another one of those situations where the knowledge of the little words help you work out the meaning of other words. The word try means three, which is why you see it in words like tricycle and triangle and triceratops. Pent means five and deca means ten, which is why a shape with ten sides is called a decagon. Hey Sarah, deca also appears in the start of the word decade, which we had in question one. It sure does. Can you think of another word which starts off with a little word, not quite decker, but dec, D-E-C? Well, December, but that doesn't work because it's the 12th month. I was so hoping you'd say that. It actually does make sense. Around 2,000 years ago, the Romans followed their own calendar, which is what our calendar now is based on. And guess where December was in that calendar? Was it the 10th month? It sure was. And then there was a rebellion in the year 153 BC and the rebels forced the Romans to make December the 12th month. Why? Uh, I don't know. It just seems like a really weird demand. Well, maybe. Take me to your leader. Did you honk the horn because you couldn't think of a response to my question again? Yeah. Shall I read the next question to save you the embarrassment of not knowing the answer? There's never any shame about not knowing something. I love that I don't know everything. It gives me lots more to learn. I just don't like the awkward silences and that horn is so easy to honk. Hmm. I'm sure you're about to honk it again. Question... Take me to your leader... I knew it! Question five. In the song, 12 Days of Christmas, what did my true love give to me on day 10? Start singing. On the 10th day of Christmas, you, Keith, being my true love, gave me 10 lords a-leaping, And I would like to know where I'm going to keep all of these lords and how on earth I'm going to feed them. Not my problem. And the next category is... Food and drink. Question number one. Water is the most popular drink in the world. What do you think the second most popular drink in the world is? Ooh, that could be a few things. All right, everyone, take your guess. (laughs) 
tea is the second most popular drink in the whole world? I would have guessed coffee or milk. I thought coffee too, but tea actually makes sense when you think about it. I wonder if there's going to be a point in history where coffee overtakes tea as the most popular drink. I don't know. There's lots of really nice types of tea. I love my peppermint tea. Question two. Portobello, oyster, shiitake and button are all types of what food? They are all types of mushrooms. Question three. Raisins and sultanas are what kind of dried fruit? Raisins and sultanas are both made out of dried grapes. Question four. What was the first vegetable planted in space? Now, this is another question for you to take a guess on. When I took a guess on this question, I guessed tomato, but the first vegetable planted in space was actually a potato. Question five. The BFG is a book written by Roald Dahl and stands for Big Friendly Giant. What kind of drink is consumed in giant country? Ooh, tricky one. Frobscottle is drunk in giant country in the BFG and is apparently delicious. That's funny because it doesn't sound delicious. It sounds slimy. It's also green. Yeah, you're really not convincing me. And the bubbles go down instead of going up. That just sounds strange. And it gives you whiz poppers. <gasps> whiz poppers? Yeah, you don't want to... Well, that's like the opposite of a burp. Oh, no, <laughs> I do not want whiz poppers. <laughs> Time for another category. Let's do it. And the category is music. Question one. What is the Australian national anthem called? Our national anthem has the title Advance Australia Fair. Question two. What TV show? had a song that sounded like this. I bet at least the adults shouted out that answer straight away. Of course, it is Batman. Question number three. Thinking about nursery rhymes... Who climbed the water spout? The itsy bitsy spider climbed up the water spout. Question four. A ukulele looks like a small version of what instrument?
lady looks like a little itty bitty baby guitar. Question five. I'm going to read out the words to a song and you have to tell me what it is. Good luck saying it without actually saying in tune, Keith, because it's so familiar. Somebody once told me that the world is going to roll me. I don't think you're the sharpest tool in the shed. (laughs) That song always reminds me of the movie Shrek and the song is called All Star by the band Smash Mouth. Somebody once told me the world. Hey, Keith, I think that's our destination up ahead. That really did help pass the time. Glad you could join us today. Watch out for another episode of Are We There Yet? Quiz Show Extravaganza, coming out soon. You know what else helps pass the time while heading away, apart from your terrible singing? I think you might be talking about Espy. You know it. Espy would be the best boredom-busting platform of all, building meaningful connections between kids and our wonderful Australian destinations, all in a fun, interactive way. Kids will learn how to recognise local birds and wildlife, learn the geographical and human history of the area and find out all about what makes your holiday destination special. They'll even create their own special scrapbook to show family and friends during the trip. Kids will jump straight out of the car and start pointing out your great features of your destination. So they will become the tour guides. That's the plan. Espy will help your family have a more connected and engaged family holiday that your kids will remember and talk about for years to come. Parents will be live in 2022. Find out what destinations are first to be released at Espy Travel. That's espytravel.com.au. You can also hit us up on Facebook as well. Until next time. <laughs>